Hello and welcome everyone. This is episode 20 of the Lion Lens to Write podcast with Andre Bright, reclaiming our narrative through identity, empowerment and creativity. And today is the second episode. I'm with Joe Faulkner of Creo Canteen. If you want to hear the first half of the interview, go to episode 19, where we talk about not just the food, but the culture, Sierra Leone's value and basically everything in terms of identity crisis. Today we go on to things about the support from community and the power of parents, um, doing things for ourselves and seeking opportunities and the effect of traditional thinking. Sit back, relax and enjoy. I think you need to have good intentions in your heart. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I really think that's really important. Yeah. Because I just feel like you can, and I don't blame you, it's mm. everyone's prerogative to do what they want to do. Yeah. But some people will just be like, I can make a lot of money there. Yeah. And Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. fair enough, you can make a lot of money there. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like if you're just taking... Mm. Taking, taking, taking. Yeah. And not really like, it doesn't have to be huge. Yeah. But like, if you're not helping people as mm. well, mm. just even employing locals, like just something like, then I just feel like I'd prefer if you left it alone. Yeah. I, to be honest <laughs> with you, I'm kind of the same way. Um, I think for me, if it, if someone was using the word help or giving back or anything like that, and the way they do it is a way that doesn't benefit people. For me, that's what gets me the most. Yeah. Like, I don't. To be honest with you, I don't mind if you go there and you just treat it like any, anywhere else. And and you know, as long as you're experiencing it and you share that experience. Mm-hmm. But I think the problem for me personally is that there's a lot of like. So for example, I've I've tried to restructure like structure the project I do in Sierra mm-hmm. Leone mm-hmm. in a way that it uses as little of me as possible yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and just activates all of them yeah, yeah. so we got Patriotic Advocacy Network we got people like Yusuf Jallo leading it as well um, and we're really working hard to make sure that um, it's again going back to the value that they see that what they create is just as valuable yeah. as what they might see elsewhere and seeing it on the same level at least you know <laughs> you know what's really interesting now and I just thought about this I think one mm. thing that could really change that perception mm. is people back home mm. seeing how the diaspora are reacting to Syria yeah actually so yeah they'll be seeing mm. how much value we are putting in Syria yeah and people will be putting two and two together like yeah like yeah there's a lot of them mm-hmm. <laughs> imagine yeah, we need like a little tally, yeah, 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 yeah. a little exactly. census. Exactly, <laughs> a lot of these guys are like mm. paying real attention to our country. Yeah, absolutely. And there's so much that we can learn from them. Like, I don't know. I just want all of us to work together. Yeah, I know it's a bit airy fairy. People are not going to get along. There'll be some issues of along course. the way, but that's life. Mm. But I think that's with any any kind of community. Like, you, you're never going to have a situation where everyone sees completely ITI. Eye to eye, but genuinely, you want some a vision of some kind, yeah, yeah, yeah. a collective vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like going back to what you said, um, I remember last year being there and just the amount of people who were just like, "But why are you doing this? 
Like, why are you coming all the way over yeah. here and spending your time and your yeah. money with this? Yeah. And I was like, I had to hold people's head to look yeah. at them in the yeah. face yeah. and see, you have no idea what you have here. <laughs> like, like the, if, if anything, take it as, even if you do have that perspective of a different level, to, like, at least appreciate the concept that someone who has what you think they might have yeah. on there is coming back here and seeing something even more valuable right under your feet. Yeah. Like, even if just look at it like that. But, again... So, this is this is the, the problem, again, because mm-hmm. we are... We have to be realistic, yeah? Mm-hmm. We are privileged. Mm-hmm. So, we are, we are the people that are in the position to take advantage of these things. Mm-hmm. So, I fully understand from a Sierra Leone perspective, yeah. in Sierra Leone... Right, yeah. Um, who... They'll just be like, okay, you keep telling us mm. about all of this amazing, but we don't have the means yeah. to do what you're doing. Mm. And this is why I think it's so important for us to work with people together, together yeah. in Sierra Leone because they know way more than us yeah. Yeah, about yeah. Sierra Leone. Absolutely. We can talk the talk, but they really mm. walk the walk. They know Sierra Leone. Yeah. So it's about like teaming up and working with each other mm. and obviously there are people as well in solo that have means yeah so yeah. it's like all of us just it can be different things that what i've realized mm. i mean as i said i grew up away from like the serotonin community as a whole because yeah, yeah, yeah so most people were in south london mm. but we had our immediate family around us who were also learners and lived in mm. but what 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 i've noticed now is that there's a ridiculous amount of people with different types of expertise and skills and mm. talents and mm. like yourself for example mm. yeah, yeah do you understand it's mm. just like we all do different things yeah and excel in different areas yeah yeah this is amazing mm-hmm. like people need to see this this is like Let's let's put our country first mm, mm-hmm. and ourselves behind secondary. Yeah. Cause that will pull us forward anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine how proud you'll be like in like 30, 40 years when we're old men and women and we're sitting right. down and we're like, we did this. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. Yeah. It's not gonna be I'm not saying that we're gonna turn like the country into Singapore or something mm. like just overnight. Yeah. But, we will be putting in the foundation. Mm-hmm. Mm. We will be putting in, like, to me, that would mean more than any money. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I don't want to drive the biggest car. Mm. I don't want to, like, I'll prefer <laughs> yeah. to, like, go to Sierra Leone and just be like, damn, this is my country, man. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. though I do that now, yeah. but to see what Sierra Leoneans have done mm. and for people not to come in, take advantage. Yeah. Build one, two roads and then treat you anyhow. Yeah, yeah. That's not what I want. Mm-hmm. And the only way we can stop that is Doing us. Yeah. yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but you have obviously taken that step as well with Creole Canteen. Yeah. So I wanted to I wanted to talk as well about because do you have a background in catering? No. So talk to me about that. Yeah, like so, how did that idea come to you in the first place? So. There are two separate reasons. Okay. The first is that, and this is something that always shocks Sierra Leoneans because it's so uncommon in our culture. Yeah. My dad has always been like an amazing cook Mm -hmm. and has been the person that cooks in our house. Okay. 
um, his food is the best. Right. So right. we were like, Mom, it's okay, don't worry. <laughs> okay, right, right, <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Like, my dad would cook mm-hmm. and he learned from his grandma and he just like, he can cook everything and he right. has like a very good knowledge of mm-hmm. Ceylonian food. Mm. So I remember one day I was just like, Dad, would you ever make this into a business? And he was just like, no way. <laughs> okay, straight up. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm not interested in that. Mm. So I thought to myself, okay then, can you just teach me how to do these things? Because maybe mm. one day I can do it. Right. And then it was like, yeah, actually, this is viable. When I started right. to do some research, yeah. I mean, it was it's hard. Of course, yeah. But it's like, there, there's a market for it. Mm. And... Luckily, we live in London. Again, coming back to that, it's like a huge multicultural city where people want to try things. So Mm. it's not even Mm. like you're just serving the Ceylonian community. Yeah. Because there are so many other people that want to try different things. Mm -hmm. So you have like a huge market just in that. Yeah. So, like, I just thought, let me me learn and let me do some research and then try it. And mm. I'll be honest with you, the first thing that I ever did was a disaster. Okay. It was <laughs> right. so bad. Right. <laughs> that it was just, it was terrible. Yeah. And I sat down and I thought to myself, no, you need to stop this. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. What are you doing? This is not mm. for you. Right. But then afterwards, I looked at it and I was like, all those mistakes that I made, mm-hmm. if I was a smart guy, I wouldn't make them again. Yeah. Because I would have learned from them. Mm-hmm. Mm. So now I did another event and there were other problems that arose. Okay. But mm. the ones that had previously didn't. It didn't happen again. Right. So yeah. I was like, okay. And like people enjoy the food. Mm-hmm. And I started to realize, actually, this gives you an opportunity to like talk to people. Yeah. Because yeah, I keep yeah, yeah. meeting all different kinds of people. Mm. And after they start saying, oh, what's this food? What's that food? Then they start saying, and what country did you say this is from again? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the <laughs> and seed. Then, yeah. Mm. And then we have a conversation. And then it's like changing perspective changing narrative yeah educating people mm-hmm. and then even now uh, like then i start delving deeper into things because i want to mm-hmm. learn more and then mm-hmm. i'm te- like not teaching but talking to ceremonians and telling them things that maybe they don't know mm-hmm. okay. um so it's yeah. interesting and then i can talk to someone and they'll say did you know this did you know so yeah. it was like a whole learning thing so it was important for me especially with like starting the business mm. i don't think at first I really thought that it was like something that I could use mm. in that sense. Okay. I knew that I was giving people a taste of Sierra Leone. Yeah. But I didn't realise how much of a taste you can give by right. doing something like this. Okay. Yeah. Because it's like you really spark an interest. Mm. Like people stop want to know more. Yeah. And start to learn things. Mm-hmm. Like we always complain about the way we're perceived. Mm. Um, and we're the only ones who can change that. Yeah. Because other people, yeah. if they're going to tell our story, they'll tell it how they want to tell it. Yeah. And we know what kind of story they're going to tell. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, um, there's a guy that I watch on YouTube. Okay. A Ghanaian guy called Wadamaya. Okay. And he just, he's a Ghanaian, but he travels around Africa. Okay. And um, he's always, always talking about telling our own story. Amen. Like, preaching mm. our own narrative like do it yourself yeah and it just always comes to my head because it's like <clears throat> that is what the Creole Canteen has allowed me to do more mm. than anything mm. and yeah it was just 
I'd always wanted to get into business. Yeah. Um, I'd always wanted to be an entrepreneur in that sense. And it's been hard, man. Like, it's... Anyone thinks it's easy, <laughs> you just don't know how hard it is. Yeah, yeah. But what always just drives me on... Mm. I could have stopped. If it was just to do with money, I would have mm. stopped a long time ago. Right. Because when I was working, I was making more, way more money. Of course, yeah. But um, it's like... Sorry, working for somebody else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but... Um, it's just like, I'm so proud of like my culture and my country. Mm. And this is my way of telling that story. Yeah. And like, I was speaking to someone recently and she's doing something similar and mm. she's amazing. And I was like, I was so happy. And she was like, yeah, I came to your first supper club and you inspired me. Right. Okay. And I was like, and amazing. She, and I was like, yeah. And she went and up you're and doing, did... yeah, wow. and you're doing this. I was like, look, your stuff is amazing. Like, you, you're inspiring me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's amazing to find out that you came to the first thing and this inspired you wow. to do what you're doing. Yeah. And like, that's incredible. Exactly. That is what, yeah. like, to me, mm. that's better than uh, that's better than anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. there's another ceremonial doing amazing things. Mm. We can share knowledge, which yeah. we've already done. Mm -hmm. You know, it's yeah. like there's space for all of us, man. Absolutely. And it's weird, like, this, the, the whole entrepreneurial world, I feel like it has a weird mindset about it, right? You, mm. you get some pockets which are really together and they kind of work together. You mm -hmm. know, some have, they just fight each other to the end. Mm -hmm. Like, even I'm thinking about any kind of arts, I think, really, mm -hmm. you need to be an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. right? Because you are the product. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So whether you're a dancer, painter, singer, yeah, all yeah. those kind of things yeah. as well. Yeah. The only reason I'm saying that is because obviously my background in dance and I've had conversations before where it's like you, you have like almost this poverty mentality where it's like I have to have this or like if it goes to them, I'll lose, da -da -da -da, yeah, all that yeah. kind of stuff. But it's weird. As I got older... It's completely the opposite now. Like, I'll be like, if if something comes to me and I can't do it, and I'll be like, cool, let me just give you, like, a whole list of people who I know can do it. And, you know, every now and again, like, I don't think I've auditioned in seven years. Mm. I just get calls now. <laughs> like, but that's you know? how it happens. Like, yeah. people recommend, and then you recommend. Mm. I think there was someone that was shocked Right. By me recommending them for like this big job. But I couldn't right. do it. Mm -hmm. And I, I follow what you do. Yeah. And it looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And they want your food. It makes sense. So yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do? Yeah. I could say, okay, no, I just don't know anyone. Yeah. But it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't push us I, forward at exactly. all. Exactly. Yeah. You're an amazing serial and doing something and you do something similar. Mm -hmm. Come on. Do Absolutely. It. Uh, so. Yeah, it's just going back to the, the business and how it started. That that was it. It was like mm. again coming to family. Yeah, yeah. Like it was that that kind of that pride firstly instilled mm -hmm. in us. Mm. Um, I remember like when I was working and telling people, and they were like, "Oh, you know, who's gonna buy it? Though? Are there enough Ceylonians to buy it?" Mm. And my mindset was, "Yeah, I want Ceylonians to buy it, but you know, we live." There's like, I don't even know how many people live in London. Right. Eight million or what? How many millions live here? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a whole heap of people to buy this food. It's about me yeah. getting it to them. So who, who, do you, who do you find are your biggest clients then, if you were to split them up that way? I'd say it's a split between like okay. 
Sierra Leoneans and European. Yeah. Uh, one thing, one group that I didn't think of mm. when I started was um, Europeans who had worked in Sierra Leone. Interesting. And then okay. Moved back here. Right. And so then, they kind of want that connection a little bit. And yeah. So like, there was one that really shocked me. Okay. Because it was a fortieth birthday. Right. Of a British couple. Okay. And they just wanted food that they'd had in Sierra Leone fifteen years ago. Right. Okay. That's what they wanted for the. Wow. So they had plasas and some yeah. jollof and like other stuff. Brilliant. And they were over the moon. Yeah. Because that's what they wanted. Right. They lived in Sierra Leone for two years, and that's what she wanted for her fortieth birthday. Wow. So these are the kind of things that people that would never think about. Mm, mm. So you only realize once you're doing it. Yeah. That yeah. there's a, a bigger market than you think. Mm, mm. So. For sure. That's dope. And one thing I really like is um, this current this concept of, like, as you said, if it was just about the money, you would have bounced a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's one of the things I love about someone who's really an entrepreneur sees different kinds of currency. Mm-hmm. So you got money as one currency. But it sounds like from your side, there's connection, there's, there's obviously the people side of things yeah, but there's yeah. also the culture yeah, yeah and i love the way that you're using that to kind of spread that that story and you've already answered one of the questions i was going to ask is which was um how do like actually how how do the sierra leoneans um respond because i'm not sure about how many other catering companies there are who kind of specialize in sierra Leone. i mean there are a few that i know right uh, young people, I love what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like all of them, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just love it. They do right. different things, mm-hmm. but all of the ones that I've seen or tasted have been amazing. Right. Um, but it's funny because some people mm. think that there must be a woman in the kitchen, okay, cooking. Right. That it can't be me. Interesting. Okay. Um, there was a particular lady. I'm always gonna tell this story, right? Because it's <laughs> yeah. just hilarious, <laughs> right? I did something in Brick Lane, okay, more more Shoreditch area, and um, <laughs> she came. We were talking. She's Ceylonian, right? Asking about family, all that kind of name, and mm. you know the normal Ceylonian conversation. And then she was like, "Okay, so who made this food?" Mm. I said, "I did." She said, okay, yeah, look, look, I'm not these customers. I just want to know who made <laughs> Yeah. Wow. So she was speaking in Creole so that other people didn't understand what she's saying. Right, okay. And she was like, yeah, okay, forget the story that you tell. Right. Who made the food? Mm. So I said, me. Mm. I said, so where's the woman? Interesting. And I said, right. no, there isn't a woman. I made the food. She mm. said, okay, I can't eat it. Hmm? Yeah. She said, I can't eat it. I didn't so, see it. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's why I say I always have to tell this story. She can't she was like, men shouldn't be in the kitchen. Uh... Yeah. So, like, obviously I'm not saying that's a common thing, mm. but that is a story that always stands out in my mind. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So she refused and said, like, there needs to be a woman in the kitchen. Men shouldn't be in the kitchen. Wow. But most people are just like, oh, what you're doing amazing like, yeah 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 of course you're promoting the culture through food like mm-hmm. most Ceylonians they're, they're yeah. proud and like I think it's something different I'm young mm-hmm. I'm a man mm-hmm. uh, we do things slightly differently especially with the supper clubs so like right. we'll have yeah. a lot of fusion kind of things okay um, different plays on different dishes yeah so sometimes it's just straight up cassava leaves and rice wonderful but other times we will like use like ingredients that we 
use all the time. Okay. But incorporate it into something else. So like, okay. we make a, a cake, a plantain and cinnamon cake. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. And people love it. Right. But okay. it's not the way that we would eat plantain in Sierra Leone. No, not at all. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Right. exactly. Okay. So it's just like, there are ways in which we do things differently and then okay. there are ways in which we do things very traditionally. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like that nice mixture. Love it. So, yeah, it's like, oh, it's amazing though, man. It's like, you just, talking about currency, like what mm -hmm. I've gained mm -hmm. and like, sometimes you have to do like other things to get currency as in yeah. money, physical. Yeah, money, money, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cash. But then it's like, I'm going to give you an example. Mm -hmm. um, I ruptured my Achilles four months ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, I remember saying. And um, that affected business very badly. Yeah. yeah I and I had a huge wedding coming up hmm. in Italy. Okay. And we'd been talking about this for a year or something like that. Right. I was like, oh my days, what am I going to do? Wow. This is wow. so bad. Mm. So I was racking my brain, racking my brain. I was like, look, I love working with Serenonians. And there's this particular person. Okay. Everything she does is on point. Right, okay. Like, yeah. She, when it comes to presentation, you can't even come close. Yeah. Just sit back and relax. Wow. Don't try and compete with her. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, you know what? Like, let me just contact her. Okay. Because what I realised is that most people are just interested in working with each other. It's, yeah. not, it's not like they don't have that mm. mentality of, no, your competition. Do. Yeah. I was like, look, honestly, like, I follow what you do. Mm. You can see I like everything that you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like I've got this huge thing coming up. Mm. Um, I've had a really bad injury, so right. I will be able to cook, but I cannot do as much as I would have been able to. Right, right. Like, would you be interested in coming along? Mm. Bear in mind, she lives in Belgium. She's Serenonian. Oh wow! But she lives in Belgium. Okay. Okay. I, um, before I carry on, big up Renata Cuisine. Let me just say. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's was that? It is. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay, wicked. Because they were at, were they at Slackfest? No, oh, no. I, I, so the I, people who were at Slackfest is Afrinape. Yes, yes, yes. Big yeah. up them as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, and again, as I say, it's just these people just doing amazing yeah. things. So I was like, oh, would you like, would you like to come? Would you be interested? Mm. And she was like, yeah, of course. When I tell you that whole experience is the best experience wow. I've had, yeah? Okay. In my working life. Wow, okay. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. And that was just a case of reaching out to another ceremonial. Mm. We went to the wedding in Italy. We smashed it. Like, yeah. it was an amazing experience. Like, awesome. a beautiful place. Wow. Amazing couple. Yeah. And we got to show people who would never know anything about mm. ceremonial something. Wow. You got old ladies standing by the granite cake, not leaving it alone. <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's just those little things that stick in your mind, and yeah. it's like you don't know what kind of ignorant perception they may have had mm. beforehand. True, but they've spent a week working mm. side by side with us. Yeah, in like a top class kitchen in Italy. Wow. Mm. And at the end of it, we all became friends. Yeah. So it's just like that beats money hands down in for, for, for me yeah yeah. I know there's some people listening to this and like this one's joking mm, mm. Money, <laughs> money's all that matters and right. it's cool we all got different things that make us happy mm. I'm just saying for me yeah these experiences that I've had mm. they beat anything any any money reward that you can give to me mm. it can't clash it can't compete yeah it just doesn't because <laughs> these are just like that experience with Renata 
I yeah. learned so much from her. Wow. And yeah. so much from the Italian chefs. Mm. And me going there, I was like, oh, they're not going to learn anything from me. Right. I look up to these people. Yeah. They yeah, are yeah, amazing. Yeah. Mm. And then they turn around and tell me, the way you do this. Wow. The way you do, mm. like, my rice bread. They said it's the best rice bread they ever tasted Come in their on. life. And it's just like, it's, it's that... That building of relationships and yeah. that exchanging of knowledge and skills and... Yeah. Nah, to me, that was it was the best. <laughs> that's, that's creativity right there. Yeah. Like, I, I, I love that. Because I, I find... Um, it, it, okay, we talk about entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. but creativity in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, creatives. I think everyone has the potential to be and actually is a creative in a way. Like, whether it's just designing what they're going to wear yeah, today yeah, yeah. or like how they're going to eat this or where they're going to go. Can I, I don't want to forget. Go on. So can I just say it? Yeah, yeah. I think traditionally, Solonians mm. don't put enough, um, I don't want to say emphasis. That's not the word that I'm looking for. Mm. We, we, we don't value mm. certain things. They're not seen as important. Right, right. Do you understand? Right. So mm. like for my parents' generation, mm-hmm. Education is important. Yeah. And anything else that you do is not interesting. We don't... So... Yeah. As a youngster, mm. I was very talented in football. I was a, right, a talented okay. football player. Right. And my parents were like, you need to stop this nonsense. Mm. Now, I was trying to explain to them, look, I may not play in the premiership, mm-hmm. but I've got a good chance of becoming a professional. Yeah, yeah. Okay? They're like, yeah, stop this. <laughs> <laughs> stop it. Yeah. yeah. So... There was a time I was playing professionally mm. and like all the other parents would be at these games. Mm. Mm-hmm. So like you're at a professional football club. Wow. Yeah? yeah. And like you, I, when you're in that environment, you really see the power of parents. Mm. Okay. Mm. Right. So okay. there's no one to back me up. Right. There's no one to yeah. say, you need to pick my son, which other parents, even if their son's playing rubbish, they don't care. All right. they care about is the... The yeah, progression of, of their child. Yeah, yeah. He needs yeah, yeah. to be playing. Why is he not playing? Da, 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 da. Yeah. My parents. They started to understand, but well, it mm. was too late when they started to understand that I actually, mm. like, okay, you are playing for a. I'm not saying that I would have played in the Premiership, but mm. at the time I was playing for a Premiership football team. Right, right, right. Okay? Yeah. yeah. So I haven't. There is a direct, mm-hmm. you know, mm. kind of avenue for me to take. Yeah. And people that I was playing with who were the same level as me, some of them weren't as good as me, mm. but had the support of their parents, mm. were able to progress. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't. Mm. Now, I take some of the blame. Okay. But I just feel that if my parents were more supportive in that sense, mm-hmm. it yeah. could have been a different story. Absolutely. So it's like, because traditionally we don't, like, you dance at a party. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's where you dance. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Otherwise, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And it, that happens with a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Bro, you're preaching to the choir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Like, my, my experience is, is, is kind of similar. Like, I've been, I've been lucky that I've had a, a mum who's really supportive, mm-hmm. like, just in general. Yeah. Um, but similar to what you said, it was kind of a something where I think as well, um, Sierra Leone has been through a lot. Yeah. And it's almost like the survivalist mentality where you think to yourself, okay, what do we need mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like these kind of things are wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what do we need? And we need. I suppose that's you know, true. That's true. So I, I sometimes I think back and just just basically through conversation, I see I feel that kind of energy. Whereas we're actually in a privileged position mm-hmm. where we can we can actually create something out of something we love, which is a concept that I don't really think through conversations I've had is even something that they'd consider. Like so, you, you something you just enjoy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone's gonna pay you. Yeah, 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 yeah. As much as they would pay someone like, who's in. We keep coming down to it, and this is a thing that we should not take for granted. We are mm. privileged. Hundred percent. So 100%. I even forget, forget money. Mm. We're privileged in terms of knowledge. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So. I notice that every time I speak to my parents, like they're like, "Oh, mm. someone can pay you to do this. Mm. Mm-hmm. You can go and do that." Mm-hmm. Like to them, when they came here, it mm. was let's get a job, yeah, and do whatever we can to survive. Yeah, we're a different generation. We've mm-hmm. got different experiences, and we mm-hmm. understand. Okay, fine. Like yes, we can get a job and we can work, mm-hmm. and like we can do these other things. Yeah, on the side if we want to. Mm-hmm. And there were loads of things that, like, this is the other thing, talking about value. There were a lot of things that we take for granted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can I give you an example? This this might make people laugh, but it's just the most basic thing. Okay. Plantain. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We chop that up and fry it for granted. It doesn't right. mean anything. Yes, we like it. Yeah. But it's just plantain. Literally grows. And any, anyone <laughs> yeah. can make that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't take any skill. Mm-hmm. It literally yeah. doesn't. Mm. You give that to someone that's not, that's not grown up on that. Right, right, And right. see how they react. Yeah, yeah. True. We would put no value in that. Mm, that's good example. So when I told yeah. my... Well, I remember I was speaking to my dad and I was like, Oh, dad, this is the plantain box. Mm. I do this for street food. I have particular things that you would do for particular things. Okay, yeah. If I was going to a Solonian event, I wouldn't sell a plantain box. Because mm. people would tell me, yeah. And then they'll say, That's such a good point. Is that how much you're selling when I can go and buy it three, four pounds? Yeah, pound yeah. And fry it at home. Yeah, 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 yeah. But to people mm. who don't know that, and mm. it's not about, this is what we. This is what businesses are made of, right? Literally about you, to say you, that. You, you yeah. pay someone to do something that you don't know how to do or you mm. don't, you can't be bothered to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they know how to do it and they're mm. willing to do it for you. Yeah. People don't know, they don't even know where to buy a plantain. Mm-hmm. It's not everywhere that you can buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Then yeah. they don't know what to do with it. Most mm-hmm. people think it's a big banana. Yeah. Which it kind well, of is, but... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But... Mm. Or they won't understand how sweet it is when it's black. Mm. Or when it's getting mm. to that black stage. Yeah, yeah. So this is all knowledge that we have. Mm-hmm. And, but I think our generation sees the value in this knowledge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas, yeah, like, whereas for older people, it's just, oh, that's our everyday. Mm. Like, mm. what's, what's so interesting about that? And I think that's the, that's the mind of an entrepreneur, though, is, is being able to recognize that. Because there's so many stories of, and, I, and I'm glad you actually pointed out that, you know, you, it's either something that you can't do or something you can't be bothered to do. Because mm-hmm. a lot of businesses don't really need to exist. <laughs> it's just that people don't have time or they, you know, they've got a family now or, or they, they're doing 101 things. Exactly. And you, can, you can get people to iron your clothes. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know? but it's, it's just what it is. Because, just that. Because 
maybe the person who you're ironing for has mm. got 100 other things that they need to do yeah and the cost of you ironing their clothes doesn't mean anything to them mm. so mm. it's a job that needs to be done yeah so someone else can do it yeah like i remember i was looking at task rabbit and okay like, yes yeah, yeah yeah that's a good example yeah, yeah. there's, there's loads of people who do ikea like most people can put ikea stuff together yeah it's so simple the instructions are there mm. but you don't have time no you pay someone on task rabbit their IKEA, the, yeah. like, and they'll come and do it for you. That is business. So it's like yeah. all these things that you don't put value in, mm. that we take for granted. Mm. They're like they mean something to other people. Like yeah. people pay for these things. But I think that's again, that's one of the values that we can bring mm-hmm. because we can see that. So, for yeah. example, we can I can go over there and be like, you know, a tourist would pay for this. And they'll be like, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get a bunch of chairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. put them out on the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. £10. Yeah. <laughs> or something like yeah, that, you know? Like, it's like, what? It's just a chair. Yeah, yeah. No, trust me. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. People will want to sit down yeah. when, it's, when it's sunset. But when this it's... is the knowledge, right? Yeah. Because it's like, for me, or for us, we've grown up knowing that, like, a European would want to sunbathe. Mm. To an African, that doesn't make sense. Right, right. You just yeah, want yeah. to go and lie down in the sun. Mm. <laughs> All and day. not do anything. Yeah. Mm. It doesn't make sense. So yeah. it's it's a it's a knowledge that we have now. Yeah. That we can share and like oh man. I just yeah. I no. like I'm, a lot of people they're so pessimistic mm. Mm. about let, let's just talk about Sierra Leone, I won't say Africa. Yeah. About Sierra Leone. Mm-hmm. And I understand where the pessimism comes from. Mm-hmm. Like there are so many everyday struggles that yeah. are just so real, mm-hmm. and like even the corruption, like it was to me, it was shocking as an outsider. Yeah. Yeah. Corrupt. The one thing I want to say is that corruption happens everywhere. Yeah, like in England, it's just a different style of corruption. It's it's. Do you know what I feel like? England is is like premium corruption. Like premium the, everything. The way I the way I describe it, it's like the difference between. Um, I can't even remember the word now, but if you're talking about theft, right, the average person would would mug somebody, right, and they'll get maybe 20, 50 pounds yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. but then you get the, 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 the white collar crime kind of thing, the lawyers who, or, or like the accountants who yeah. would take one penny from every person yeah, and yeah. leave with billions, yeah, and the kind of people who would cripple economies, but then when they go to prison... They got Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's for me. It's like when I have a conversation with people and they say, "Oh, isn't it dangerous?" or "Isn't there corruption?" all that kind of stuff. I was like, "Bro, it's just I live in East London, fam. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, yeah. I I've had just as much trouble going to Dubai yeah, yeah. as I have with going to Sierra Leone. Yeah. Like same thing anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's but as long as. I feel like when I was young, young, I really felt like mm. these things, I believed them. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. And it's like Absolutely. seeing it for yourself, like, mm. okay, it's just, yeah, you can find trouble there. Of course. It's like anywhere else. Yeah. But you telling me you live in London, you know how dangerous this place mm-hmm. is? Mm. Mm. Like, no one's, no one's ever put a knife to my neck in Seoul, but mm. they've done it in London. Right, right, right. So, right. Yeah. like, yeah. I, it's just like you need to understand like mm, mm. forget the perceptions go and see it for yourself yeah 
Yeah. That's the most important thing, especially for like young soul owners who maybe grew up here. Yeah. Forget what people are telling you. Yeah. See for yourself. One holiday that you were gonna go to Spain or somewhere else, keep yeah. that money, go so alone, go see for yourself. Yeah. And surprise yourself. Because mm-hmm. it's gonna be better than what you thought. Hundred percent. Like without a doubt. Yeah. It will be better than what you thought. Mm. <laughs> so like yeah, it's just um I remember the first time I went, mm. I was ten. Okay. And um I'd never been so alone. Right. I was born okay. here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And my mindset was of a 10-year-old. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. to me, what mattered was my home comforts. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, Shilun was a terrible experience for me mm, when I was mm. 10. Right. And that stayed with me for a long time until I went again. Right. But as an adult, when you go there, mm. you understand things in a different way. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah. okay. It may not be this or that, mm. but look at this. Yeah. And look at that. Yeah. And look at what you can do. Mm-hmm. And talk to people. Yeah. And see how they treat you. Mm-hmm. And see how you relate to people. Yeah. And hear Creole everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like hearing the language. I, my sister said I'm sad, you know. Right. Because <laughs> she's born in Solon, raised there. Yeah. She speaks Creole fluently. Of course. She doesn't pay any attention to it. Mm. To me, it's so deep. Mm. Like, it's so beautiful. Yeah. And like, I, I think I think I'm a linguist at heart. You know? Okay. Yeah. So like, when yeah. I listen to Creole, mm. I'm trying to figure out where the words came from. Okay. So okay. like, I know there's a lot of English in it. Yeah. But then you you hear the other African words. Mm. Oh, and yeah, that's yeah, history. Yeah, true. Yeah. That's that's that that's telling you the history of a country. Yeah. Very true. Like. When I started learning, I started reading up on Creole, and I was like, mm. we got Ghanaian words, mm-hmm. Nigerian words. Yeah. This is telling you about where the people came from. Yeah. And then yeah. imagine how they intertwined all of this. Mm. All of the experience of these different people. Yeah, yeah. Like, bringing this into a language. Mm. Creole is deep, man. It's like, it might be a relatively new language. Yeah. But that... <laughs> It is a historical lesson. Wow, there, that's <laughs> true. The way he said that is true. No, it really is. Like, yeah. you take time, and again, we're talking, oh, you keep coming back to the same thing, but valuing, mm-hmm. like, what we have, yeah? Creole is something that's just taken for granted. Yeah. So, me, I took my... I don't need to, but I love my sister. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is not yeah. sounding good, but it was just, it's just interesting, like the two perspectives. Right. There was a Creole um, exhibition. Okay. At the London Museum. Okay. Um, I think it's still on actually. So if, if you want to go, go to it. Wicked. Okay. Wicked. Um, and I know one of the curators. Right. Okay. Um, Wait, she was there at Slack. Yamade. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. She was there. So, my sister was here at the time. Right. When it first opened. So, I was like, okay, I'm taking you to this exhibition. Okay. She was like, bro, left me, bro. <laughs> She's not interested in of the course. slightest. Right. She was like, I know all this stuff. I'm mm. from Solis for you English people. Da, 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 da. Mm. I was like, okay, let's go then. Right. I forced her to go anyway. <laughs> she came. 
And she was like, oh, I didn't know this. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. And I was like, yeah, it doesn't mean that you're born somewhere. Yeah, that you just... That you just know everything. Know everything. Yeah. Like, mm. she... It's not her... It wouldn't naturally be something that she's interested in doing. Mm. But she saw the value yeah. when we went. Yeah. Because these things are so important to us. Yeah. It's, I, I had a conversation with one of my friends who's Jamaica. Yeah. And I was getting annoyed. <laughs> okay, right. Because I've seen the similarities in Patois and Creole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can hear them. Like, yeah. I don't understand Patois properly, especially when they speak it quickly. Right. I can pick out words and I'm like, yeah. only we use that. I don't hear that in other things. I'm yeah. like, there's so many similarities. So I asked them, do they teach Patois in school in Jamaica? Mm. He was like, no. Why would they? That's a this that language. It's not even. It's a slang. It's for the ghetto. Interesting. And I was like, "You're annoying me." Like, mm. do you know the history in your what you're mm. just calling a slang? Yeah, yeah. That people can trace roots. Yeah. Back to particular places in Africa mm. with words. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't see the value in that. Mm. But I think it's it depends on your perception how you understand. Yeah. Like some people, the value is money, right? Yeah. And think, to me, like it's just in so many different things. I think it's also how it's framed, because I think a lot of people, wherever you wherever you are, mm. you kind of take for granted. So, for example, I had um, a sister come to visit, and I was just did tourist things all yeah, day, yeah, yeah, all day, yeah. and my eyes were like. Wow, yeah. I haven't done this since school. You see, London like, in a different way, completely right? different light. All these things I always walk past, and I was like, I didn't realize there was a museum there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize there's an exhibition there. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. this one's almost finished, yeah, and yeah. I've been here. It's been going yeah. for three years. Yeah, and how have yeah, I not seen it? Yeah, all this kind of stuff. So in a way, we kind of just inhabit, take granted what we experience on a daily basis. That's fact. That is so true. But it's like, I really do feel like it's it's how it's framed. Because sometimes people can, like the way you put that, I wish they kind of looked at that when they teach you languages in school. So for example, in, in um, I guess maybe when you're growing up, you have a different perspective. Yeah. And when you're an adult, you appreciate yeah, yeah, different yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. But if you, like the way I think now is very similar to you, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're talking about, so for example, my equivalent would be dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So... I, d- I went to Senegal uh, a few years back and there was a guy there um, who was basically talking about the similarities between the foundation of Crump and the foundation of his traditional dances. Mm-hmm. And and he showed me what they do. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, that's insane yeah, yeah. how, like, it's exactly the same. And um, there was a guy there who who did, like, an actual research into the dances found on the islands in the Caribbean and tracing them back to the different tribes in the continent and how you can see the link between like the slave roots, for example. And you'd be like, okay, these ones are very Ghanaian movements, but it makes complete sense because, you know, this ship landed here and blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. And you can see even through movement and like saying linguistics, you can tell the whole story. And it's the same with names. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's. Oh, I, I have to be clear. I know that not everyone would be interested in these things, and it's fine. We all have different interests. Yeah, 
but like it allows you knowing these things allows mm. you to put more value to who you are absolutely so like absolutely i recently started learning about the Gullah people of um south carolina or north carolina i think it's south carolina okay. mm. these people are like direct descendants of Sierra Leoneans. right okay yeah wow they still speak their own dialect which is quite similar to Creole. Right, okay. In America, modern day America. Right, right. Yeah, right. You can research them. Mm -hmm. G U double A, um, double L A H. Right, okay. Oh, okay. I okay. think I've heard about them. Yeah. And um, I, they make similar dishes. Mm. They also have a pride in their Ceylonian heritage. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of like um, tours and done, tours done. Okay. So. People of the Gala go into Ceylon and Ceylon. Okay. So, but this is to show you that, like, it's so much deeper than what people. These are all things that are not common knowledge. Mm. You can't yeah. just ask the, the average Ceylonian, do you know about this? And they'll be like, oh, yeah, I know. Right, right, right. But these, this is to show you we're so much more mm. than these silly perceptions that people have or just the negative things. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't know. We just we need to have that 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 pride in ourselves of everything yeah. that we. And that's um, when I look at Nigerians, mm. I feel as though they really have that. I like yeah. that's something that we we. But that's something that I think can change. Yeah, it's like just. Yeah, it's down to us. Yeah, and I think it's growing. I think it's changing. Like I think when I was growing up in, I might have said it before in other episodes, but. When I was growing up, like there were Sierra Leoneans who I didn't even know were Sierra Leonean, just because we didn't really, yeah, we didn't really shout from the hills about it. Like I find that people like Nigerians and Ghanaians, even like South Africans and Kenyans, for example, are much more seemed at that time much yeah, more yeah. likely to. Yeah, yeah, I think it's changed that. though. I think you're right. Definitely think it's changed. Like, everyone's shouting from the rooftops, and yeah. it's good. We need that. It's good. Yeah, yeah we do. And it's we like do. representation as well. It's like, you know, yeah. like we're part of this story as well. Yeah. And a significant part of the story a lot of the time. You know, yeah, yeah. Like, mm. oh, again, sorry. Because people will think, oh, you're, you're the food guy. Well, you're talking <laughs> so much about history. But no, it's, 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 it's all part and parcel of yeah. why I do what I do. Absolutely. So like, like Frobe College and mm -hmm. all One of, of this kind of thing. Yeah, it's like, Africa. you yeah. need to like, this will all, and if it's in disrepair, yeah. Mm. So this is the other thing. Mm. People may you may talk to people about these things and they'll say, "But look at it now." Right. Okay. Mm. Well, it's there. Yeah. Whose job is it to go? Are you waiting for somebody else? One thing that tell them that annoyed me. Okay. In solo, mm. like to the highest degree. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I could not understand it for the life of me. Mm. I, we live off Peninsula Road, yeah? Okay, yeah. So we start all the way. Yeah. Nice and smooth. Mm -hmm. You turn off that road to any side road. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Any. Come, 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 come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're bouncing. <laughs> yeah. If you don't have a 4x4, four four, okay, you're liable to smash up your car. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah? Yeah. And people, some people have bought these master, like built these masterpiece houses, yeah? Mm -hmm. And to get to their house, yeah, yeah, you have to go on these. I don't know what to call them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a mountain excursion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, why? Like, why? Mm -hmm. So I was like, my dad's like, oh, 
with the government, it's their job. I'm like, okay, cool. Right, okay. But the government are not going to do this. Yeah, yeah they're not. So, couldn't there be a cooperative, yeah, mm-hmm. of all of these people with masterpiece houses mm-hmm. to say, all right, to get to my masterpiece, mm. normally I have to break my car. Right. Let's all put money together. And build a road. And build a road and maybe have a smaller masterpiece. Because mm-hmm. we don't need yeah, all of true. this masterpiece. Mm. Half we of don't them need are abandoned all... anyway. Yeah. Like... Yeah. <laughs> like, I like yeah. build a road and put some money towards maintaining. Mm. There are loads of people in Seoul Leone. They the would love that job. Well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can pay towards it. Mm. Like, I'm not saying it's as simple as that. Mm. But I'm sure with a little bit of effort and what it could be possible. Yeah. So I was just like, that really confused me. So, mm-hmm. like, sometimes we just have to take ownership. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, do things that maybe traditionally we wouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. Like, cook for a man. Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah. or say, okay, the government's not going to build this road anytime soon because it's not a main road. Yeah. But we live here. Mm-hmm. Let's try and do something. Yeah. Um, was, oh, but when rainy season comes... If they flatten it, it will go mess. But at least mm. during dry season, you had a flat road. Mm-hmm. And then maybe one day you might be able to come together and tar the road. Yeah. But isn't it better than just like bouncing every day? Like, yeah. I couldn't believe the journey from uh, you come off the main road, it's all fine. Yeah. Anyone's road that you turn down, it's even a death trap. Like, yeah. I saw a woman fall off a Okada mm. trying to go up onto the main road with her mm. shopping. Yeah. So like, yeah, like all of this. Anyway, what we're talking about, what we're doing, mm-hmm. all comes to, down to us taking ownership. Absolutely, hundred percent. Taking responsibility, mm-hmm. having value, because we keep coming back to the same things in this yeah. conversation, mm-hmm. and it's. I'm happy that all these things are changing. Yeah. So hopefully, in the long term, like we may not even be able to see it, mm. but I'd love for my daughter to be able to like when she's. 33 yeah yeah and i'm old right and she says oh dad you know like the thing that you and people were doing yeah they're doing this now now they're doing this yeah, yeah. now they're doing that because mm. it's not, it doesn't change overnight but no. you have to start somewhere yeah definitely agree and more hands on deck the better it is for real for real like it's not oh it's mine no this is mine Mm. I don't want anyone else. No, let's work together. That's it. Have a disagreement. It's cool. Talk and let's carry That's on. That's true. It's actually okay to disagree on things. Yeah, we're That's not all okay. gonna see. And you might think, oh, actually, that person's got a point. Because mm. mm. you always learn. Yeah. It's only like ignorant people that don't want to learn. For sure. For sure. But definitely, that that's like a message we can we can end on, like just working together and and using that collective vision to just I think bridge the, the continent and the diaspora's energies and efforts together. I think that's the and I think that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think like there's just been I don't know what it is. I think mm. and this may sound random, right? But we're having a frank conversation where we're saying, well, of course. So yeah. I feel like something that's actually played a big role in this mm. is music. Yeah, yeah, no, I'd agree. I'd so, agree. like, Afrobeat music, or whatever yeah. you want to call it, mm-hmm. has given, like, a pride and identity to people mm. away from the continent. Yeah. And then they're seeing, like, Africa in a different light. So even yeah. people who have never been, mm-hmm. 
or never experienced, yeah. apart from, you know, away in their homes here, mm-hmm. have a, like a, a kind of different perception. Absolutely. Yeah. Because a lot of what I put value in mm-hmm. as a young British born Sierra Leonean, yeah. unfortunately or fortunately came from things like music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we, we learn a lot from these things. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point, actually. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm proud. I'm happy. Like, we should all keep doing it. Absolutely. Keep working towards it in our own ways. Yeah. I think that's an important thing. Like, mm-hmm. let's mm-hmm. not get stuck on there's one way to be Syrian and there's one way to be African. There's one way to do. No, that's mm-hmm. not true. Mm-hmm. There's so many of us. How can we For all be sure. the same? Mm-hmm. It's a lie. It's not true. Now lie. <laughs> yeah. Now lie, they like to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Wicked. Well, thank you so much for coming, man. Like, no problem. It's been a dope conversation, I, like, just in general. I love these conversations. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm going to be working hard to make sure these conversations keep going, keeping them interesting, keeping them current, and bringing people like you who are doing amazing things, and just to share that, you yeah, know? And you keep it up, man, because... Thank you, bro. <laughs> I love this kind of stuff. <laughs> you know? Trust me. Like, even me, like, I'm gassed just being able to listen to them afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. But for people who want to get in touch with you and, you know, contact yeah, yeah, you a little yeah. bit more, so, how can I they mean, do that? best way, if you go into any of our socials, so mm-hmm. at, at the Creo Canteen, you can send me an email, email address there, go onto the website, direct email from there. Mm-hmm. Just get in contact. Even if it's to... Even if you don't want to buy something from me, a service, mm-hmm. you'd like to work or collaborate. Because yeah. I love those kind of things. Right. So right. it's like, just get in touch. I'm yeah. always open and willing to doing it. If if, if the time fits, mm-hmm. I'm usually there. Yeah. Like, because I want to be involved. For sure. That's wicked. Well, I genuinely hope people are going to be doing just that. And um, that's all the time we've got. We've been chatting... <laughs> Are you ready? Go on, please. For two hours. Wow. Bro, that's gonna be two episodes. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's mad. No, it's been it's, it's been just dope. Fun, though. When you talk Absolutely. about things that you're interested in and mm-hmm. care about, don't really watch the time too much. At all, yeah. at all, at all. But it's wicked. Well, that's it. And um we'll chat to you soon. And that was it. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. I hope you enjoyed it and got some value from it. Um, if you want more info, you can go to www.becomeimmersive.co.uk. That's www.becomeimmersive.co.uk. If you have any questions or queries or you want to just give us a shout out, go to um, becomeimmersive at gmail.com or info at becomeimmersive.co.uk. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. This is The Lion Learns to Write, reclaiming our narrative through identity, empowerment, and creativity. So let's do that. Have an amazing day and see you next episode. Peace.